down. Get that down now. Man, that was close. Anybody hit? No? Good. What's with all the violence? Well, in this episode, number 2150, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG bros, will be giving you their insights when they answer the commonly asked question, why is entertainment so violent today? On the CG Bros, CG Insider Podcast. Welcome to the CG Bros, CG Insider Podcast, and thank you so much for joining us again today. In our episode today, we're going to be answering a question from uh, a fan named Alexis M. from Sedona, Arizona, submitted to our Ask Us Anything page at thecgbros.com. And Alexis asks, why is entertainment so violent today? Well, by the end of our discussion today, you'll not only get our personal take on violence and entertainment, uh, but you'll also get a little history about violence and entertainment, as well as uh, maybe we'll touch on some of the studies that have been done as well. Be sure to stay to the end of the podcast where we'll be reading a few comments left uh, submitted by someone just like you. And who knows, maybe we'll be reading your name and comment today. I'm Sean Johnston, one of your hosts for today's edition of the CG Insider Podcast. And I'm Bill Johnston, your other host. And together, and of course, we're the CG Bros. That's a great question, uh, Bill. So uh, what, what uh, you want to take us uh, take point on this and start the discussion? Well, sure, you know. Uh, before we get into the subject too deeply, though, I'd like to say a couple words uh, about what we mean when we say more violent and what we're talking about, more violence. Um, here's, here's a cute little clip that I pulled. Uh, this is a, from an advertisement um, that uh, was made by a, a really talented artist, a a Andy Baker. But it's called Mortgage Hell, and it's it just, you know, it's very graphic. It's kind of gruesome. Some would... Is this what we're talking about when we say more violent? You know, it could be. It definitely could be. Uh, so I, I don't remember seeing anything like that in the Flintstones or any cartoon that, <laughs> or any commercial that I'm seeing. But that's kind of what, what we're seeing today. And that's, that's considered cutting edge. And, you know, there's definitely a, a, a big difference, too, between, you know, what's a, a, aggression where people are verbally abusing one another and violence where they're actually beating each other to a pulp, I think. Um, so where, where the draw line is actually drawn uh, is probably a whole other discussion unto itself. But... Um, I think generally we're probably talking about, you know, <clears throat> you know, graphicness and, and or, or, or amount of violence. Wouldn't you say, Sean? Yeah. Well, I mean, would you say it's today only or would you say, uh, I mean, to me, it seems like it's nothing new. Um, in fact, violence has been a key part of media since the birth of literature. So ancient goes back to ancient Greek poetry and drama, frequently portrayed by murder, suicide, self-mutilation. You know, many, many of Shakespeare's plays uh, revel in violence and torture, maiming and rape. So uh, sure. a lot of those, even most popular books in the 19th century were uh, penny dreadfuls uh, that delivered, you know, blood, gore and other shocks in the lowest common denominator. So I think I, it's almost like uh, I think uh, it's it's based on what what people uh, want to see. Uh, I think why do many people just gawk at a, a uh, at a scene of a car crash? It's just this this morbid fascination with, you know, kind of death and 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 something that happens to somebody who, that's violent. Not necessarily um, violence in all of its forms, right? There's there's sexual violence, physical violence, parody violence, um, just to name a few. Yes, I think also that uh, you know we're. The, the, so you're saying basically the subject of, of or plots of movies or, or entertainment as, as a as a whole is is just replete with violence uh, over the years. That's nothing new, is what you're saying basically. 
I, I think it's nothing new now to the level that it's that it's it seems to be more uh, uh, with special effects now showing more um, that they couldn't show so much. Well, I guess they could probably show it. I mean, last podcast I showed um, what was the um, the beheading scene that was just you know replaced by um, a, a dummy and and that you know I guess you could look at that and not realize that that was not real. Unless you really, um, you know, look at looked at it carefully, and that and that in that respect, that was that's you know basically in the early you know 1900s, late 1800s. So it really depends. I think I think uh, well. So let's, we're probably talking about the graphic nature or, of the violence that's being depicted. Uh, I'd say with this, with the advent of special effects and our ability to to, to simulate real you know the re, re, real yes. blood and gore. I, I think that's. That, that's kind of, or is it just the fact that there's more, you know, more entertainments being made? Period. So there's inherently going to be more violence. I, I don't, I don't know. I, well, I pretend. To, go yeah. ahead. Oh no, no. I was just going to say. I mean, if you're looking at um, the years, I, I just did a quick uh, look, um, internet search, in the top films by year, and I just only went back to the '50s. So in the 1950s, six out of ten um, were were violent movies the top grossing adjusted uh, unadjusted for domestic gross totals, but six out of 10 in 1950, six out of 10 in 1960, seven out of 10 in the 1970s. So it went up a little bit by one 1980s. It was only five and 10. And then it went to six and 10 in the 1990s, 2000. It did go up. It went up to eight out of 10 were violent movies. Um, And then um, that could be star Wars. It could be, you know any anything that has any type of uh, of violence of any kind depicted in there, whether it's you know extreme or you know just something that's that's uh, getting moving the story along. You know, like maybe somebody robbing a store and, and hitting somebody with a gun or whatever. Um, in the two thousand tens, nine out of ten, so it did jump. It's jumping. It, you know, that was almost all of the movies <laughs> of the so, top so grossing is, so, films. Yeah, so we're both the consumers of a fair amount of. of- you know, movies. I'd say mm-hmm. uh, across probably all genres, mm-hmm. and I'd say that for me anyway, it's 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 clear that yes, there. I mean, and, and I think your stats back it up. There is more violence in entertainment than there used to be. Period. Yeah. Uh, in all in all all aspects. You know, you talked about sexual violence, and you talked about uh, you know, uh, uh, kind of comical violence. I guess what is yeah, it? Par- satirical parody, violence. Par- parody yeah, violence. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, look at look at Deadpool. I mean, it's just. Yeah. It's just a, a kill a minute, basically. I mean, right? Right. I mean, it's and yeah, that's a that's a it's actually kind of a funny movie. I didn't see it when it first came out, um, but then I did see it, and I, I get it. I get it. It's it's if it's if it's unrealistic in in so there's a difference between let's say watching Saving Private Ryan, where it's a historical uh, film uh, based on a historical film uh, or a time, you know, World War Two. It versus, you know, where you you see in your mind, you're saying, okay, this is realistic. This is something that actually happened, and there and Spielberg is depicting that on, you know, when they're storming the beach. Those things happened, and so in your own mind, you're going, wow, this is very realistic uh, in its context of the movie. Versus, let's say, uh, you know, comic book. Okay, you're you're looking at it, you still get excited, and it kind of grosses you out, but it doesn't get, affect you psychologically. I, or the normal person, I would say, um, in in the same way, you can actually get through that. Whereas you see something from Saving Private Ryan again, and it just affects you in a, in a way different way. 
So yeah, yeah. Well, it all started. Well, I think as far as you know, graphicness of 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 the violence, it's it kind of started in the sixties and seventies with. Uh, I think it was one of the first movies was called uh, Blood Feast, uh, directed by Herschel Gordon Lewis. Uh, and that, once he made that, um, the trend kind of continued, and, and a, a really famous director named Sam Peckinpah, uh, was no, who was known for partic- having particularly bloody gunshot wounds uh, in his film, they just these directors kept trying to outgross one another. Right, uh, and right. It, and it's it's kind of I mean, and it, you know even even uh, you know with Friday the Thirteenth. And Halloween and, and, and the Jason flicks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was all just, I mean, they call them slasher movies because that was a, a new genre that had kind of come into, into being. Right, right. I think, what do they call it, uh, schadenfreude, where you, have a, you get pleasure derived from the misfortunes of others. Um, I think that's one of the appeals also from, for people to, you know, you, we ask, okay, is it increasing? Yeah, it is increasing. Uh, but why, why is it increasing? Well, because it sells and people want to see it. And it's not necessarily because of their, their, everybody's a psychotic. There, it's just there are certain things that we, that's what I was talking to you. If it bleeds, it leads. And, and if you see something on the side of the road and, and you just have this kind of curiosity about things that, that, that you haven't experienced yourself and don't want to ever experience. But it's, um, you know, in our normal lives, we, we, most people, generally speaking, I, could, I, I think I can... Um, reasonably say this that they don't they're not uh having any violence acted upon them directly i'm not saying it doesn't happen to people but i'm saying in general general generally speaking most people don't have something that directly affects them that way personally maybe they know of something but it it i think when you watch it in the movies and you see those things it's very intriguing very uh it's you're curious uh, i think and, that's true I, I think that's really true uh, for the for the most part and you know, well, once Quentin Tarantino came on the scene, oh and, and those Kill Bill movies came out, and of course, you know, Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. uh, that that was taking you know violence. It took violence so casually, uh, and, you know, it, sure. it really kind of had a new tone to it. I think uh, with with Quentin, and he's got he's had lots of interviews as well, uh, talking about how uh, I think he did Natural Born Killers too, and mm-hmm. how he. He thinks there's there's no nothing wrong with it. He finds it he finds it an art form. Violence is an art form, really. It's kind of kind of strange. Well, I mean, just just to go back to the the violence in, in our history, just to, here's a little clip from 1903, which is kind of an interesting thing. The this in the earliest days of cinema, violence uh, was portrayed in this particular movie, 1903, the Great Train Robbery. I managed to get a clip of this, and they it has a. Uh, there's a, there's gunfights, there's there's horse uh, chases, there's uh, a bandit getting beat up, uh, beating up the engineer in the train, which you'll see in the, the later part of this particular clip. Then the final shot of the movie is one where the bandits are looking at the camera, pulling out his gun and firing it. So you're seeing that violence from from way back in 1903. Um, of course, there there uh, there was controversy um, as the violence became more and more uh, prevalent in some of these early movies and. You had um, a bunch of, uh, I, I think it was before really the, the um, uh, they had ratings on the movies for the Motion Picture Association of America. So I, I think I, I can go into a little bit of that, but those particular things were, were instituted to help because of the controversy, uh, where help parents decide which films were appropriate for their children. So they had to, they classified these uh, so it would be easier for them to to understand and, and not have, because that's the real thing. I think a lot of it is when they talk about the violence in movies, it's really 
a lot of the emphasis seems to be today is is our kids seeing these movies, right? Uh, yeah, and and because they're impressionable, and so I think uh, most people would agree that we and there's studies on this where you can see if you know once kids, if young kids will watch um, violence in a, in a particular uh, movie versus you know seeing a sports. Uh, sports, and then you put them in the same room and see which one's uh, based on a particular, um, uh, you know, scenario uh, with with helping kids. And you'll see a little bit more uh, aggression on those kids that have been watching the the uh, the violence. So, well, you know, it's perfectly normal that parents would be worried that that violence and, and entertainment, uh, and especially video games for that matter. Oh my gosh, uh, yeah. can can trigger violence in their kids, and they they've done dozens and dozens of studies uh, over the years that have you know looked at all these aspects of, of different violence and the different media over the decades and and they they've chewed on the data and, and come to all sorts of you know a lot of conflicting conclusions um you know it just kind of depends on who's doing the study mm-hmm. um but um you know so if i recall um there were actually several copycat murders uh, that were uh, said to have been inspired by the film natural born killers uh, starting Woody Harrelson, and uh, but it isn't all bad news. I mean, basically, uh, the bottom line, as as I see it, is you know, bi- the violent entertainment is not causally related to you know stuff like high school shootings and stuff like that, and it's not causally linked to youth crime and aggression and, and or dating violence. If if uh, if, if that you know, mm-hmm. and so so those are those are all good things. But the bad news is that. It has been also shown to desensitize people to to uh, other violent images and emotional stimulus that are, that's violent. Um, it's right. also been shown to portray, you know, if you if they watch people watch a lot of violence in entertainment, it, they they portray the acts of violence and, and the situations involved with that. But they, the, the really thing is, the funny thing is, is they, I think the difference between, uh, you know, you talked about Saving Private Ryan and and other types of violence is is say like the these was it the. The, the satirical violence. What would you call it? Yeah, parody, parody, parody violence, violence. You know, you know, is that with the parody violence? There's nothing. That do, there's no consequences of the violence. You know, uh, you know, you, you can watch Superman uh, battling uh, some other guy, and they punch each other all darn day, and and mm-hmm. they're not going to really hurt each other. Um, and and there's no, you, you really don't see see the the uh, the consequences of, of the violent acts that are being portrayed right. uh, in those situations. And I think that from from that point of view. Um, you know, it's, 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 I think just, it generally just desensitizes people and, and, and you know, they tend to gravitate towards violent media that there, you know, if there's no consequences, I'll look at all this, you know, violence I can, I can be titillated by yes. uh, without any real, you know, repercussions. Yes. And if you go back to, let's say the psycho, if you can, if you can, uh, spotlight me on this one, I have a, the clip from, from psycho we can look at quickly here. Um, this particular scene um, there was actually no uh, penetrations by by the the knife that was used by um, the actor Anthony Perkins for this particular thing playing Norman Bates, um, and this is this is Janet Lee, and so when he he actually comes in here, you hear that the way that that he uh, uh, shot the director shot this particular um, uh, film. There's there's uh it's just craft you know the cinematography is perfect the cuts are perfect um not literally the cuts but the actual cuts and then the chocolate syrup sprayed in the in the the drain there um uh i thought this is really really well done without actually showing you know penetrations by the uh the knife into her body like you would see today 
you know, you'd see or decapitations or something, you know, they're not well, showing you'd see, that. You'd see a big blood trail down the shower. Yes. Uh, which you're, there yeah, isn't. Yeah. you're imagining it here. So I think a lot of times it, it's, that's even better for you as far as, you know, if the director uh, wants to, to give you that impression, you know, get you even more scared. It's, it's that illusion that you, you have. So fantastic film, uh, by the way, Psycho. It's just really, uh, it's classic. Um, so. so. So it really depends on how the violence depicted. You know, I think so. I think I think, uh, I you think know, they, I, if, if it portrays violent acts or situations, uh, you know, as opposed to like, I, I don't know. I think I just think people tend to at least I think the studies actually show this as well, that that uh, people actually prefer um, nonviolent. Uh, they do. Movies. They actually get more. Uh, I don't know. They, they're, they're happier. They, they, they seem to enjoy it more when there isn't isn't uh, high levels of violence. I think that's also true. But you but you think why why are people going? I mean the the all the top the top movies have violence in them. I mean well, that kind of drives the, yeah, the story at, along too. I mean it it's not like I got the hero's journey. You know he's got some type of conflict. There's always some type of conflict. It doesn't necessarily be violence, but it seems like that's the. I know that since now that there's there's a drive for having an international audience. And now, at least with the American uh, film industry, it's pushing it around the world. And so you have, it's, it, violence is easy to translate uh, into other cultures. Uh, it, people understand it. it. It's a visceral, it's a, it's a basic uh, function of humans to do those things. So it's easy to, to sell those, those films to, rather than have this amazing plot and this amazing, so like I was saying, the action movies, it's all action, action, action. A lot of these things are happening but you don't really have these really deep movies that are translated because it's a cultural thing, I think. Well, I think, well, I think you're right. And Hollywood is, is obsessed with making money and, and violent films is one of those few things that they can count on to always bring viewers in to see. Right. Uh, as a matter of fact, you, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, I think the top, the highest box office and some of the most violent uh, movies are, are the, can make up the top 50 films of all time. Right. Right, definitely wow. that, and and looking at the the time of uh, when they first started introducing these these guidance systems from from uh, nineteen seventy two to nineteen eighty four, you had uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you had a G, P, G, R, and X. So X was the no one under seventeen admitted, and uh, then it was changed to NC uh, seventeen later on. It's which, uh, here's an interesting thing. The uh, during The Exorcist, when it was prior to its release in 1973, um, the classification and ratings administration called CARA president Aaron Stern took a, a, a strange step and, and he basically called the director to tell him that since it was an important film, The Exorcist, at the time it would be rated R and, and would be it could be released without any cuts. And it should have been a, a basically rated X if anybody's seen that movie based then. I'm not saying X. X has changed the seven, NC-17. X now is, is usually associated with X-rated you know, pornography movies. But at the time, I remember, even, in, in fact, um, well, actually, let me go back to that. They were saying that the, it was released also because they had spent $10 million and it was twice the budget uh, of the original budget for the film. And um, so they wanted to, to, to make money. And, and, if, and if it had put an X on it, obviously no one's going to go see that movie. So it would have limited its, uh, its commercial prospects, like you were saying. Um, the other thing, uh, which I thought was very interesting, going back in my own mind, is, is um, when Dawn of the Dead came out, that had an X on it. Remember that? 
Oh well, yeah, that's zombie slaughtering, and that's 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 mm-hmm. uh, I, to me that's the same thing as I mean, the violence is violence, and when you see a, a zombie's head chopped in half, it's the same. It, to me, it's the same thing as having a living person uh, getting their head chopped right. off. Well, but it's they're just... also being eaten in the in the mall. <laughs> so I mean, you see oh, the, the number of the bikers sure. um, yeah. and the guy in the in the uh, the the uh, arm, you know, the pressure, uh, the God, the heart pressure machine, or I guess you'd say, where he had his arm stuck in there, and they ate it off. I mean, you look at that now, and you look at um, you know, uh, gosh, the the Walking Dead series today. And that's way worse than than a rated X movie or NC-17 was back then. I know we have cable and all that stuff, but you just see the desensitized, you know, people today versus um, back then, how much more it was restricted. Yes. And to your point about, uh, you know, being being having, you know, Hollywood making movies because, you know, for cultural reasons and, and they, they have to make things for broader and broader, you know, inter, international audiences. Right. And so, you know, across that spectrum of global culture, it's, it's really impossible to 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 have movies about politics or religion or marriage or you know, family life and a host of uh, other topics. But I'll tell you what you, you make. You make something about war, or you know, make a movie about war or crime, or you know, violence or fear. That that's something that translates across all cultures, and so I think that's why we we see that in a lot of a lot of films these days. Uh, it's just it's something that that every culture can really understand. That's it's not complicated, right? Um, you know, and, and violence just sells tickets. It's it definitely entices people to watch it, and and uh, you know, the why they want to watch it is just. It, it's just how you how it makes them feel. It's a kind of a primal. It touches on that primitive uh, lizard brain that we have. That that, <laughs> that that that's that's what I think. Yeah, you you look at um, some of the, the the passion of the Christ um, or you know Braveheart or Apocalypto. <clears throat> I've got a, I've got a clip of uh, like that kind of run while yeah, you're yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just I was going to say you look at you look at the the historic uh, nature of those films like Braveheart and Apocalypto and Passion of the Christ are very, very graphic, you know, uh, Passion of the Christ, probably one of the most graphic movies you'll see. Um, but it's also one of the, the, the leading, um, you know, grossing rated R movies uh, of all time. It's in like the top, at least the top 20 uh, Braveheart. Another one that's very, very violent about uh, William Wallace. Um, that particular movie, uh, I, I love that movie. I thought it was fantastic. But yeah, there's some some brutal scenes in that, and of course, Apocalypto. Um, I won't show that that the about the human sacrifice uh, in the Mayans, uh, uh, you know, the Mayan cities of uh, human sacrifice at the time is kind of crazy. Yes, and I mean there there is violence. Violence can be used artistically, like you mentioned in Saving Private Ryan, and Apocalypse Now is another great example of, of violence, you know, done artistically. Right. Uh, but you know, as a matter of fact, IMDb's list of the greatest movies of all time mm-hmm. uh, has the top three movies, uh, and the plots of them are all all involve uh, people getting murdered. Yeah. So. So are you showing something on your screen right now? You so, so yeah, I'm actually showing a, a, this is a Scarface, one of the classics uh, uh, of the uh, the eighties uh, of the last century. <laughs> but uh, it's just it it really marked a a, a, a kind of a, a point. It was it was very famous for this 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 scene uh, here. So uh, say good hello to my little friend. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a pretty gruesome. I remember when they're tied up inside the the bathroom. I, I that one. And the, I won't. I'm not going to talk about it. It was it was pretty brutal, even just to think about that that happening. And I know it happens in the world. I, those are the things I, I things that are realistic really bother me. Um, I, I, I 
if I'm watching something that happened historically that I, that I, um, things that happen today, as a matter of fact, bother me more than things that happened in the past. You, you, I don't know why, but does that affect you that way? Or is it, I don't know. You know, I think that, you know, I'll be honest with you, Sean. Um, this, this subject is, is really interesting to me. Um, it, it did because I, I eventually, and we were talking about Walking Dead here earlier. I, I was a fan of The Walking Dead. Uh, it did touch, it did, it did spark that, that weird sense of curiosity, that, that macabre curiosity we all kind of have, you know, and there's a, there's a car accident. We, we all kind of tend to stretch our necks to, to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I had to actually, I had to give up on The Walking Dead. I, I followed it, you know, mm-hmm. season after season. Uh, but then I reached a personal saturation point. Um, and I know I probably missed some great dramatic performances and storytelling and all that, but but I just couldn't watch it anymore. It was, it was the scene when uh, Negan was introduced, mm-hmm. uh, and they had Rick's group all on the ground on their knees, yeah. and he was going to administer the bat. I think yeah. it was named. Uh, oh, I forgot was it, the uh, name. Anyway, his bat was named Charlene or mm-hmm. or Caroline or something, right. whatever. And and he ended up beating two of Rick's, including Glenn, which shocked. The, you know what? I saw that, and I saw the torture that was going on, and I, I, that's where I draw the line. Is, you know, I can watch martial arts films because I love watching good choreography. Who who doesn't? I mean, look at the look at the was it uh, the Kill uh, Bill one? Or are you talking not, about well, the, well, good, the just good choreography Shang-Chi? generally? Yeah, good choreography. <laughs> I mean, even even in the uh, even in the um, films with Keanu Reeves. Uh, oh yes, the John Wicks. The John the, Wicks. Yeah. I mean, it's all choreographed. It's all real, really kind of nice. And, and I particularly like the martial arts films because we kind of grew up with Bruce Lee and and, and watching all that stuff. And so, yeah. um, you know, that that's okay. Even the superhero films, it, you know, it's so stylized and it's 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 really hard to even recognize it as violence, honestly. But mm-hmm. um, but I draw the line when when there's torture and there's there's torment, you know, anguish, and you know, it's it, it's just. I could. I had to stop watching it. It was. It made me sick. Yeah. Honestly, and I, I couldn't take it anymore. So no, I agree. I, I'm not. Go yes, ahead. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with that. The the Negan introduction for me kind of, kind of did that to me. I know they were taking it to another level. Just from my my own personal opinion, it just it bothered me to the point where I said, you know. And then of course I, I was I loved Rick. So once like Rick left, I think I was really the time I. I decided to, to leave, but yeah, that should have been Negan when he, when that, that scene was pretty, pretty nasty. But I think a lot of those threat elements and, and why people are attracted to those things or why they feel they can show those things too, is it, it, it evokes a, an adrenaline rush for a lot of people. You, you get that same, you know, fight or flight response and it makes us feel more alive. Um, so I think a lot of that, the movie and, and the violence is appealing to so many people because um, it's, it's, you know, you're looking at it from a protective uh, environment and it, it becomes exciting rather than anxiety provoking for a lot of people, other than depending on the movie you're watching, of course, it, it's all. Yes, context. I'd say a man probably thinks that probably more than a woman. I, I mean, like a, uh, would a, a, a woman would think a slap in the face is violence where a man would think, no, violence is when you lop someone's head off. Right. Um, right. I, and I think I think as a just as a as a as part of our evolution, it, it's it's interesting that most men and do enjoy violent and dangerous entertainment such as movies and MMA and stuff like that, racing and sports and, you know, danger, but, and whereas most women don't. Um, and I think that probably gets back to the, the lizard brain thing again, but I, you know, it's um, interesting. You say that the, you know, at least according to 2011, I, I did, did a search. Hey, is it more males or females that are watching movies in general? What is the demographic breakdown? And at least in 2011, it was 50, 50 still. So it probably still is now. I don't know. 
I okay, well, get I could be painting with a broad brush. I don't know, but I, I and you know, I've, I know women who like to watch violent movies. I've I've seen them, and I even know men who cry during emotional scenes in movies. So of course, <laughs> that's why we don't go to see those. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, you know, but and, go ahead. Well, something else I've noticed, and tell me what you think. It, it seems to me that 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 the killing of men is much more acceptable than the killing of women in the entertainment that we're watching. Oh, I agree. Yeah, e- easily. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole, that's another, that's something we could have a podcast about. I think, right. on its own. And never, never, obviously don't. I mean, cause it would bother a lot of people obviously have, have kids killed too. That, 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 that's the worst. It's like, you know, it, even if you're, I think my son was saying one day, um, he's in his early twenties saying that, it, you know, Oh, I could, I could see somebody dead on the road. That wouldn't bother me. But then, you know, if you see a child, that's, that's a totally different, oh man, that's just horrible to think about. But I think a lot of it, um, when we were talking earlier, why is it, why is it increasing, why it seems like it's increasing, why it is increasing is I think a lot of it started with, with the whole 24 hour news cycle, you know, with people. And then of course our social media and, um, our email, you know, just being on the internet in general, I think is, is kind of in all these have enforced it, this 24 hour news cycle thing. It's in, it's in our face constantly. Um, you know, and, and that push to be, you know, breaking constantly being relevant as a news organization or something like that. And then of course, all of our entertainment, it's just, it's saturated. And I think that particular pressure for all these companies to make the bottom line bear, you know, money, it's just easier to do. Yeah, I, I I agree. And when when nonviolent films such as uh, you know, or just just films that that have the same kind of box office success as John Wick or, or RoboCop, which I'm showing a clip of John Wick now, where he, I think in the three minutes he kills uh, 18 people. <laughs> that was a great. Uh, but uh, it's just such a breath of fresh air when mm-hmm. when it, when a film you know has the success of, of say John Wick, and it, and it has nothing to do with with violence. I, I but but I like John Wick. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I I can relate to the idea of a man seeking revenge for for the death of his dog. It's kind of a you know something we can all relate to. That's right. Uh, Don't touch but, my dog. Exactly. Wouldn't you do the same thing? Yes. <laughs> but I feel sorry matter. for him. Even, even though he's an assassin. Before that, sorry. Exactly. He could be an assassin like he is, right? But, but you know, it's not because John kills people. It's it's because he fights for himself and and and, and fights for revenge. And and uh, you know, that that's not very nice thing. You don't kill someone's dog. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's you know the pressure, like you said, to deliver. Um, uh, content that means that producers have less time to judge whether or not certain images are appropriate. Um, and then of course the significant pressure to run anything that might be a scoop, um, in the, I was talking relevant to, to the news cycle of things. And I think as people see more and more violent and shocking content, it's becoming more, uh, accessible to everyone. And we're just being, we're not being shocked by it anymore because it seems like everything in, in our, our current society with the school shootings and, you know, all the things that you're seeing that people are being so horrible to each other. I think that those kind of things are um, in, in people wanting to see a, 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 an end to a lot of it and see the enemy defeated, you know, whatever side you're on and, and a lot of things in, in, in the world today. It seems like at least when I see a movie and I see somebody that, that I know has been wronged, I want to see that guy get um, justice. Uh, justice. Yeah. Judge Dredd. Which is a particularly violent film, too, by the way. Right. And we didn't even get a chance to go into more of the parody stuff like uh, Return of the Living Dead, which which shows some of my favorite scenes in there I was going to show, which are hilarious. Uh, recommend that movie. It's really funny. 
But yes, yeah. and the whole psychology around violence in entertainment it's is, is really interesting, and it's not just from the standpoint of of what films are being made and why are they so violent, but it, it, you know there's a whole other side of that coin, which is you know why the you know who are these viewers who love to watch this film, right? Uh, you know who love to watch violence, and and you know I'll just qualify this by saying. Um, you know, I don't think people who enjoy violent films are necessarily violent people, and I, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they're, I think you know, people who like violent films are mostly looking to maybe understand the violence that they read about or that they they're seeing in the news or that's all around them, and and try to figure out some kind of reason behind it. You know, make some sense of it all. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, sometimes it's catharsis too. Some people, you know, they 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 want to take their aggression out on something and they see that and they they may feel a little bit relieved after seeing something like that too. I think that definitely psychologically is, is part of it as well. Hey, so I think we're getting close to Ooh. the end of the podcast. You yes. wanted, uh, Oh, the mailbag. Some, yes, here it is. Ding, 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 ding mailbag. It. Yeah. So this is from the uh, CG insider podcast, 2148. What are your favorite movie effects? And Talicus said, and, and thanks so much for subscribing to our, our uh, YouTube channel. Metallicus, and you subscribed six years ago. Awesome, awesome. You're still with us. Very loyal. Um, Appreciate it. The Dinosaurs of King Kong 2005 were the greatest ever. I agree. I loved the dinosaur fight scene, too. What I liked about it a lot is the fact that it was three characters fighting um, each other, and um, Kong being one of them. But just the close-ups that they had, and just the the, um, the falling over. and it, The animation, hats off to the animators of that film. Yeah, I'd have to say the insects uh, took special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, we got another uh, comment from uh, J, uh, KJ Crazy. Uh, and this is uh, in regards to our CG Insider podcast 2149. That was the last one we did. Why are most car commercials made with CGI? And KJ Crazy says, uh, I would have never thought in my mind that most of the time they use CGI vehicles in car commercials, but that makes perfect sense, especially in the Toyota commercials. He uh, must like Toyotas. Well, you know, and thanks for commenting, uh, KJ Crazy. Uh, you've been subscribed to us for four years, and we really appreciate your your loyalty there too, as well. Well, Suzu, uh, uh, guest uh, was uh, for the short film commented on La- the Last Breath. Great, great movie. Uh, I was scrolling for simple animations to sleep to. Uh, the the thumbnail woke me up so hard that I I saw every color I couldn't. Amazing video. <laughs> Not sure, but uh, so more than more than twenty four million colors. Well, yeah, I'm glad that uh, you you couldn't sleep and you watched. Some yeah, more especially of our... if you're watching the CG Bros uh, YouTube channel for that's, sure. That's right. Well, thanks again for being being part of our podcast today. We really enjoyed talking to you, and hopefully, you got something out of what we were talking about and answering Alexis's question: Why is entertainment so violent today? Uh, we hope you had a good time, and of course, learned something new. Maybe learned about uh, some of our our little. Uh, uh, views on things uh, and get some insights. Uh, you, you know, what you think about our podcast is super important. So do, do us a favor and, um, and let us know what you think of it in the comment section below. Uh, we really read the comments. So uh, we'll take the good, the bad and the ugly. So put those in there no matter what it is, because we're working hard to make our podcast better uh, for you and you can help us do that. So in that vein, we, we definitely like the ugly comments. I mean, if you've got, if you've got critique, we, we, and we almost like those better than the than the good comments. Although, you know, we do do like to know if you have enjoyed our podcast, and if you did like it or thought it was valuable in some way, uh, give it a thumbs up and pass it around. Uh, we do a brand new episode of the CG Insider Podcast every week, and we discuss the different topics relating to the business, the art, and the craft of CGI animation and digital VFX, uh, as well as some other interesting 
uh, subjects that you guys bring to our attention. Uh, let us know about some of the great questions that you have uh, about CGI or whatever. It's easy. Just head over to our website at thecgbros.com and up to the About Us menu and to the Ask Us Anything tab, like Alexis did. It's as easy as that. Uh, also, be sure to check out the other great entertainment that the CG Bros channel has to offer. We're both looking forward to seeing you back here for next week's podcast, where we'll be answering a very interesting question. Uh, what is the best superpower and why? Wow, that should be a super cool one. You bet. See you next week. Bye-bye now. Well, that's it for today. We hope you've enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, why is entertainment so violent today? Thanks for being with us. If you watched us on YouTube and you enjoyed the experience, please give us a thumbs up. Be sure to leave a comment, too, because we might share it on a future podcast and mention you by name. Also, please share the video with your friends on social media. If you're not yet following us on our channel, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribing is free. And ring the bell so you'll be notified when we post our next podcast. If you're listening to us on our audio-only version, please tell all your friends that they, too, can enjoy the audio-only version on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can share the podcast to Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr with the share link. That's the circle with the three dots in it. Learn more about us by going to our website, thecgbros.com, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. And be sure not to miss out on the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, what is the best superpower and why? This has been episode 2150 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.